Twa, we made you watch Race to Witch Mountain, the 2009 movie about The Rock babysitting a couple of aliens. What is your major compliment for this movie? Um, I think it, it had a nice clip to it. The, <laughs> clip, the clip was something yeah, you appreciated. It really did. It, it trotted along, and I, you know, you're just kind of in it all of a sudden, and it, doesn't, it never lets up. Yeah, it's just in that cab running from a train, running from a space monster. Well, really a chase movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's sort of like Fury Road, and that it's just one long chase scene. <laughs> That's what I, yeah. yeah. I There's a lot it was of Fury a little more Road broken up than I wanted it to be. Like I wanted them to be in the cab more. If that. So Tanya, would you say that the clip was not something you liked? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, was it a nice I, I clip or was it a not so nice clip for you? It was not the best clip I've mm, had. Some dissent on the clip. Well, it's yeah. not a compliment, so we'll let him have it. But Tanya, <laughs> what is your major compliment if it's not for the clip of the movie? Um, so I didn't, I wasn't on, I, why am I explaining this to people that most likely already knew this? I wasn't on the San Andreas episode, but I did watch San Andreas and I really enjoyed it. And I like <laughs> clapped with glee when I discovered that the rock and Carla Gugino had been united previously to San Andreas. Yeah. I was like, yeah, back at it that. again. Dream I, team. I would love it. Steel lips of steel. Let's do it. I would love it if all of your compliments were actually, like, you, you always used this space to talk about the last movie you missed. <laughs> the, movie, the movie I didn't record about, but certainly yeah. had a lot of feelings about. Because <laughs> it's, it's got to be bubbling up inside, you know? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, Chris put up with me just, like, clapping in delight every two seconds during San Andreas. Oh. Yeah, and or being like, this is my worst nightmare. This is yeah, my worst nightmare. Earthquakes really do get to Tanya quite Quite sure. a lot. Yeah. I have nightmares well, about them all the time. We had actually asked time. somebody to be on the show as a guest, and I will not say the name, but who, like, when they found out the movie topic, said no, backed out because they were so afraid of earthquakes. It was just too much Whoa. anxiety. Whoa. Yeah. See, That's... growing up on the West Coast, we just had earthquake drills, and like there was a little shutter, and you get under a desk, and you're fine, and, and it's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah, I'm super but afraid But I guess it. if you live on the East Coast, like in New York, where there's just never earthquakes here, and you talk about earthquakes with the New Yorker, they just get freaked out. Oh, that, well, that's not that dumb move normally. Have you guys been through one? Never yeah. anything big. Oh, lots. Yeah, lots yeah, yeah. Lots yeah. of little ones, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've, been, I've been through a big one, yeah. The San Jose Quake of 89. I was a little kid and the windows uh-huh. shattered and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Windows shattered. See, that's what I... All the movies are like, and then the picture frames fall over, and I never have any picture frames, so it's just... It seems unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, I was at school for the biggest one in Seattle, so I don't know what happened to the stuff in my house. I think my mom had a mirror that like fell on the floor, but that was about it. Yeah, yeah. I was at a Denny's in in uh, <laughs> Los Angeles once. I already <laughs> love I, this story. Yeah, and I shit you not. No, it was the, like, it was a bread when you got in. It was already like that. The bread <laughs> from my moons over my hammy like <laughs> moved like Jurassic Park, like shook and moved. <laughs> Off of the sandwich, I was like, "What's going on?" And we both look yeah. up and realize we're in an earthquake. We <laughs> got under the table. <laughs> the, the, you were like, "Wait, there's a T Rex in this Denny's," and then you're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> "I like that moons over my hammy is your is your canary in the coal mine That's for the exactly earthquake." Yeah, just yeah. always keep a Denny's breakfast plate like nearby because <laughs> they'll show the trauma first. <laughs> uh, Chris, what's your major compliment? Oh yeah. Um, so my major compliment is that uh, Las Vegas is a terrible, terrible place full of all these casinos that have two bright lights and it's all fake and it's America's landed cruise ship. Yeah. But there is another side of Vegas that this shows the the real Las Vegas. The people who live there and work there, and you know when uh, 
some tourist gets in and is like, isn't it just crazy how you drive around all these crazy places? You're probably never like, bored, and he's probably bored all the time. He's probably bored all the time. And, like, this shows what people, what Las Vega, Vegasites, what do they call them? Las Vegasites? Las Vegans? Las Vegans, uh, <laughs> Las Vegans, you know, really get up to, which is apparently uh, carting uh, alien children around in the back of a cab. I, hey, not just running around yelling Viva all the time. You got, you <laughs> yeah. got life to live. Wipe Ooh, that I, picture from your mind. It's not real. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've talk, said this on the show before, but I had to interview a member of Blue Man Group one time, and he worked in the Blue Man Group in Vegas for a while, and he said that he used to bowl in the Midnight Showgirls League. Like, so it was, it was just like... That sounds fun. But it excuse sounds, me? So at midnight there is a there's like a bowling league like midnight on Tuesdays it's just people who are in shows on the strip so it was like Cirque du Soleil oh. people there's a couple teams of showgirls there's all the Blue Man group there's I was really picturing mostly just women with giant fans yeah it's bowling. not just the feather the fan boas it's uh, no they leave those at home probably right they don't but, go in costume to bowl no presumably not it's very awkward on especially the shoes but just that group of people in a bowling league is one of my favorite pictures of Vegas it's like all the things you see during the day but like at night bowling and drinking Miller Lite and just having a bad time I think it's, it's so like, fun yeah. it's like when I leave work in Times Square and I get like a block away and there are all the people with their heads <gasps> oh, off no <laughs> like smoking yeah all the people nobody's with their heads off. yeah they have yeah it's just That's you know amazing. just endless endless heads off <laughs> It's amazing. Uh, my major compliment is that I think this is the perfect role for uh, The Rock. I think Dwayne is made to play. The ideal character for him is a reformed hooligan. Who, he, like, who has a heart of gold and really wants to look out for the kids. Yeah, or yeah. wants See, to start a restaurant. Or, or Do we think that this is his ideal role? Or do we think that he just gets like solidly typecast into this role? Because this is always his role. Well, we He's talked like, a little oh, bit about man, it yesterday. One last job, man. One last job. Well, we talked about it last week, why we thought The Rock's like why he was so great and what well, mm. we kind of a, one of the things we agreed on or at least my favorite thing was uh, muscles and charm he's that combination of muscle yeah. and that smile and that disarmingness and so yeah. a reformed hooligan of the heart of gold is the perfect thing because he still gets to punch people and to be super charming and you can root for him all the time because normally someone yeah. goes around punching people you don't like that guy i like him when he's a little bit uh annoyed yeah, he you know, he, like, he gets a little annoyed. Yeah, he gets like, a little annoyed at the kids and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he's like he's got and got that Danny Glover sort of. He's just good. He's good at being annoyed. A little and, too old for this shit. Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he is a little too old for this. He's just shit. a little irritated, and I can relate to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just kids were just kids were irritated. So Tanya, if you don't think yeah. Reformed Hooligan is the perfect character for Muscles and Charm, uh, well, who do you th- what do you I think is the perfect character that he doesn't get to play? Well. I'm not entirely sure. I will say that I think um, I'm kind of digging his character in Ballers. I think it's a, I think it's a little oh, more interesting. He's, a, he's an agent? Like, he's a little older, a little wiser. No, he knows he's a, better. He's a business and again, manager. For, he's a, oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's an ex-football player business manager who's trying to uh, you know, help, the, help his friends along. And again, big heart, but yeah. he, he's in some tricky situations sometimes. I, yeah. That actually sounds like, pretty similar, but I love it. That's perfect. Because I, I would have said also, like, athlete mixed up in the wrong crowd, but, like, former athlete yeah. business manager is perfect. I yeah, he gets to wear those suits. He looks good role, in a suit. For sure. He looks so in the rock. good in a, in a well-cut suit. He does suit. look good, good in the suit. It's, like, it's like distracting. Like, not distracting yeah. in, like, an attractive... But it's not like, it's not like, oh, he's so hot. It's like, you, like, it's like looking at a really well-made bridge oh, where yeah. you're just like, no, like, it's like so well-constructed and like everything the is George exactly Washington where it's bridge to be. Right. of yes. humans. Yes. It's funny, I do get a little turned I on when I see that. a good bridge. 
Mm. Yeah. 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 I'm like distracted. Stir night. Well, last 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 week when I was trying to make it over for the San Andreas, yeah. like I didn't even get the word San Andreas out of my mouth. Asking, I'm like, Mom, I need to watch this movie for a podcast with The Rock, and it's San and okay, yeah, just instantly like him and Denzel Washington. Just whenever I bring them up, like it doesn't matter what age you are, yeah, who you are, those two are gonna turn you on. He, yeah, oh. huh. yeah, Tanya's not not buying uh, it. Which one of those what? do you not agree with? He doesn't. I mean, he's like Denzel he's Washington. Really... Oh well, Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and TV and stuff. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me as always, he's at C Walter Smith on Twitter today in our Seattle studios, reporting on his business headset. It's Mr. Chris Smith. You know what, Alex? Uh, I'm glad uh, glad to be back. Glad you're feeling better because you're going to need your strength, you know, when you explain to me what happened back there. What was that? Was that aliens? You tell me. <laughs> yeah, the the rock was real nice about yelling about the alien. That was probably my favorite scene. <laughs> that was the best scene. That was so cute. I love it when he gets all parental. It's so yeah. adorable. Does, does your mother know where you are? Because his first thing is making sure these child aliens are okay. But then his second yeah. thing is yelling at them about a spaceship trying to kill him. And sure. sure. I think maybe that's the role that I want to see The Rock do more. It's just like, just dad. Oh, oh, I'm dad. a little worried about like Arnold Schwarzenegger dad. Like, I don't want them to put him in that kind of... I know, but you can understand everything The Rock says. Which Arnold Schwarzenegger dad? You mean the one where he's pregnant? Yeah, Junior. Or like or Jingle, Jingle All the way. way. Or that oh, kind of Oh, Last thing. Action Hero. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, Jingle All the Way is terrible. Yeah, so bad. Uh, also joining us today... She's at the Tanya Best on Twitter in our Brooklyn studios. All alone today, it's the Tanya Davis. Doctor Alex Friedman, Kelsa Priest. <laughs> I just I enjoyed that. That was fun. Uh, give Gary Marshall something to do. Uh, uh, <laughs> Gar- Gary Marshall was the crazy guy in the in the track in the. Gary Marshall killed mm-hmm. him. He was he was yeah. he did playing the he was he was oh, what's it fuck I just he's, he's playing the, the Paul Art, Giamatti the role Bell. this time. Yeah, oh, he is the Paul Giamatti. Or Paul Mm -hmm. Giamatti. He's the original (laughs) Paul Giamatti. (laughs) Gary Marshall. Paul Giamatti is like the poor man's... Never mind. It doesn't matter. (laughs) What? Paul Giamatti is not for poor. I know. I I love when people say somebody is the poor man somebody else, because I just love imagining somebody, like, losing their job and be like, oh, now we have to watch Paul Giamatti be that character. I just... (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, also joining us today, we have a very special guest. He, he mentioned that he was not here for the San Andreas episode, but he wasn't the one who got freaked out by earthquakes. That was the another person. But anyway, uh, he's at Schwa Sound on Twitter. He's got a new record out in studio in Portland, Oregon. It's Schwa. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, what is your What is your favorite The Rock moment in this movie? What's your favorite like kind of The Rock? Did you like Dad Rock? Did you like Cab Driver with a dark past Rock? Well, I thought it was really interesting that he. He lost 40 pounds of muscle for this role. He did? Yeah, because he felt that it would be unbelievable what? for a cab driver to be as buff as he. I mean, it's unreasonable. It's unreal. No. It's unbelievable for a human to have as much muscle as he does. I just, I just, <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he is thinner in this say, role, though. He, is the, he does he look, is, he looks felt. But he's I think it's just that he... Yeah, I think I feel like anytime he's more svelte, I just assume it's before he got ridiculously buff for like all the fury, the fast. Yeah, but this was like right up against five, wasn't it? 
Yeah, he did pull six movies out in between this and five, but it's only two years. I mean, that's a lot. Damn. Yeah, he's he's looking nice and skinny. I from now on though, I just want you to know you've ruined your one, and now everything you say, don't trust it. I'm, I'm okay. With that, that was your one lie for the day. Now oh, really okay with one. it. It was a great one, and yeah. now you are on double secret probation. Uh, you guys, this is episode number three hundred and two. We have now done as wow. many episodes nope. as the num- sorry three hundred twelve. I forgot the one in there. There this, we go. This is episode number three hundred and twelve. We have now done as many episodes as the number of megawatts output by the offshore wind power plant off the coast of Germany that was created in a joint partnership between, and this is true, Lego and a company called what Dong Energy. Is are, are you are you telling me that this wind power plant is made entirely of Lego toys and blocks? Negative, <laughs> not even a little bit. I'm telling Chris, you that the, oh, you the money least. that you gave to Lego for those wonderful toys and blocks has been reinvested, along with a company called Dong Energy, in <laughs> a wind power plant off Germany. The Germans are Where's harvesting the power. Where is when you need him? I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Germans are harvesting the power of Legos and Dongs to get power, and I think that is delightful. Also, if you're looking for a job, I was poking around their website, and there are several Dong openings. So, jump right in there. Dong, dong needs you. Legos and Dongs. <laughs> also, it's surprisingly, or do you need Dong? It's surprisingly mm. safe to bingle Dong energy. You will not find what I had expected to find, which was people doing the windmill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really thought this through in a way that I like didn't until you got to the end of that. I, don't I think uh, you don't see the word "dong" in a lot of porn descriptives, though. You pr- apparently you don't. I never thought of that. Yeah, you really. Yeah, don't. it's a silly name. It is. It's a, yeah, a where, silly dick name. Where are we on that dong SEO anyway? <laughs> like, what's the? <laughs> uh, yeah, the porn really is not doing it. I also like Tanya that noise you made when I said like your way of saying "oh." You just have you have this way of saying "oh" that's like you ruined my breakfast and. I like to I say. Even remember saying, "Oh, that's how." When I said the windmill, you were like, "Oh!" Like you just sound. <laughs> you have the perfect surprised and a little <laughs> displeased. Yeah. Sound. Did you hear my monocle fall to the table? <laughs> it popped right out. Uh, speaking of childish things, this week we're talking about "Race to Witch Mountain," the 2009 Ooh. readaptation of the book by the same name. Uh, there was a 1975 Disney movie called "Escape to Witch Mountain." This is the same oh. movie or a continuation. It's so hard an to know. adaptation of that a young adult makes book. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I kept on thinking it was Escape to Witch Mountain and then being like, no, it's Race. No, it's Race from Witch Mountain. Like, yeah. I'm just making stuff up. Yeah. It is complicated. You fi- you'd figure, you know, if you're going to make a bunch of different movies with Witch Mountain in the title, there would be witches, sadly, now. Uh, but we're watching this not because of the witches, because it's not a spooky episode. We're watching this because it's Rocktober. Yeah, the Rocktober. Yeah, the Rocktober, you guys. Uh, It's been such a delight so far. We've learned a lot about the Rock. Um, If you want to pick, coming up in November, we have no theme November. So if you, whoa, I just came up with that. Anyway, we have no theme November. It's naked November. It's nude Vember. What about Movember? And then you can do like Tom Selleck movies and like mustache movies. Oh, mustache movies. Oh yeah. Well, we are going to do Movember. I haven't heard of. Well, Movember is a thing for dudes. I think it would be no clothes November because people really like that construction. Oh, but well, I tried. No, no, you were very close. I was helping. <laughs> we were working as a team. Um, so, so anyway, so no theme November. Uh, we're opening up to sponsors again here in a couple days. So get ready. The only way to find out exactly when and exactly how to sponsor an episode is to go to read-weep.com and sign up on our mailing list, the Weekly Weep. And as a benefit, you will get the Weekly Weep, which you'll really enjoy. Uh, Chris, it's time for you to summarize yeah. now this movie in the style of uh 
the poor man's Paul Giamatti, a conspiracy theorist in a trailer. <laughs> I'm Gary Marshall. I'm the same in every movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really sound like that. Yeah, yeah. Sounds nothing like that, but he does say that all the time. Yeah. He does. Uh, I'm not going to try to do a Gary Marshall impression because that was my Gary Marshall impression. And then and we it, shot it, it down. It doesn't hold. Yeah. No, I said, let's see, one, two, three, four. I said five words like Gary Marshall and then immediately hated myself for my bad impression. So I respect <laughs> that. It's tough. None of us are impressionists. And yet yeah. every week, Chris, I ask you to do one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, personal <laughs> development, I suppose. Will I ever learn? Probably not. <laughs> no. Uh, so anyway, Race to Witch Mountain has a bad title because yeah. it's not really a race and it's not really to Witch Mountain. Nope. Whatever race that they're having. Uh, and there's no witches, so it really is just about it. run kind of near a mountain. <laughs> Drive near a mountain. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Or Taxi Driver has an interesting couple days. <laughs> yeah. That's like the Australian title of it. <laughs> yeah. Taxi Driver's uh, Day Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, basically, first, what this movie presupposes is there are aliens. And second, that the government is trying to cover up that there are aliens and UFOs crashing into the Earth. Uh, so, we have a you know a partly cloudy, partly chance of alien crashing kind of day in Las sure, Vegas. Sure. And the aliens crash. Um, and it turns out that they take the form of uh, a young uh, blonde girl and a boy. And the government is really trying to track them down so they can do experiments on, on the aliens, I guess, and to keep them under wraps. And the aliens don't want that, so they run away. And they're outside of Vegas. So they run into a taxi driven by none other than the man himself, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the best taxi driver ever because he was a mob getaway driver and now is trying not to be a, a mob th- getaway oh, is driver. Oh, that what that was? That, that was sense, yeah. really tough to figure out, like but, why those guys were after him. Yeah, because some hooligans come and are like, you can't just quit this organization. But And I they, thought that those guys would work for the King of the North, too, but the King of the North was just the CIA guy. Right. Yeah, yeah those, that's right. Those, yeah. Do you guys not watch Game of Thrones? Were... Nope. No, I do. Oh, we hella watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's the king of the north. Plane. He's yeah. the king of the north. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. No, what's his... Um, uh, I can't do it. I can't think of his name. Looking, I, looking real weird in a suit, yeah. by the way. Got, yeah, looking, a... <laughs> that was really distressing, not seeing him in a bunch of uh, bear Furs. skins. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really weird... <laughs> That he that that you're trying to chase down the getaway driver from the mob. Like, wouldn't the mob know? Like, we'll never catch him. This is what he does. Yeah, he's gonna but get away from us every taxi, time. The, but the taxi is just a normal taxi. It's not. It's not a souped up anything. So even the government SUVs are technically faster. It takes the alien kid using alien powers and the rock using the best mob getaway driving you've ever seen right. to try to outrun these guys. Right. He takes, what does she do yeah, with her telekinesis takes, that just makes that car have more horsepower? She pushes the pedal all the way to the metal, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why, didn't, why didn't the getaway driver think of that? How did this professional stunt driver... Well, when you really want to take it up to 11, you can, but you don't always. Right, you know? right. So he's got these yeah, kids in the but, cab. Uh, the government's chasing him. Yeah, he's got these kids in the car. Karen Hines. Just in case people were yelling that at their devices. I was saying that the whole <laughs> oh, time. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, That's sorry, buddy. King of the North. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted to make sure I was saying it right. right. Yeah. But anyway, so he takes them. <laughs> the, the aliens, the alien kids have this, uh, uh, like, hidden treasure thing, MacGuffin, buried in a 
there's a house and the fridge is a secret door and then that secret basement has a secret door into this alien area and they recover something that they really want to recover it's it looks like kind of a, a dead bug like the size of a hand it's really it's, yeah. it's not very good and yeah but but there's just also a, a there's an evil alien that's chasing them and he has black armor and he likes to blow stuff up and he's chasing them and it's really crazy you guys because the rock <laughs> has to drive in a taxi away from a flying fucking spaceship with laser guns but oh are you talking really, about the cobra commander guy yeah, yeah, yeah. The siphon. Siphon. Like, that's what yeah. it was. The yeah, siphon. siphon. Yeah. Was like, <laughs> like, like for gas. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, he's a real bad dude. He's always stealing gas yeah, from parking re- lots. They hate him. He really sucks. Yeah. Oh. Okay, get out of here. Oh yeah, he's he sucks. Um, but then they escape that and and finally go back to Las Vegas where they meet up with a UFO expert. Carlo Gugino, uh, who is Dr. Uh, Alex Reed. I almost said Dr. Spencer Reed from, from Criminal Minds, but she's no. Dr. Alex no. Reed. No, no, Chris. Goobler! Mm. <laughs> May yeah. ever he reign. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she helps them because she is aware of where the government might be keeping a spare spaceship where these kids can <gasps> really? get off the world. Right. Oh. And it's called Witch Mountain! <laughs> it's called Witch Mountain. Wait, Witch Mountain? And this is technically... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's on first? Yeah. Uh, and it's it's called that. Uh, it's it, this movie is actually the sequel to Escape to Witch Mountain or from Witch Mountain or whatever, because the alien spaceship they left behind in that is in the mountain, oh, the government shit. facility that they've okay. set up there. And there's a sequel to this one. Yeah, yeah. It, oh yeah, it, is it? It's called a uh, GI Joe Retaliation. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, because at the end of the movie, they're like, "Here's a communicator where we can reach you yeah, anytime really we need you." Set it up, yeah. wink, mom wink. and dad. I mean, yeah. yeah. I thought that was just tying some loose ends to make them happy. But um, The Rock and Dr. Alex Reed take the kids out to to Witch Mountain. Unfortunately, the kids get captured. And so then The Rock and Carla Gugino have to to rescue the kids from the government experiments. And then the kids rescue them from from all the SWAT team guys and all that that are in the the government stuff. Um, But, uh, you know... Uh, it, it it all works out. The rescue goes goes okay. The good guys win. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, people now know they're aliens. Uh, the Rock makes his he makes his nut his his little uh, money he's been yeah. working on to buy his Mustang by ru- co-writing a book about their experiences right. with the UFO expert. What's that book called? Chris? Saves their ass. Uh, I actually did not write down yeah. what the book is called. It's, it's called, called Race like, to Witchwood. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I thought maybe it was called, like, uh, you know, Dog's Day Out or something. But, <laughs> I no. wish it were called Taxi Dad. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's called Las Vegas Cab Driver Has an Interesting Couple of Days. It's the, yeah. It's the title. Uh, yeah. yeah, and, that's, and uh, that's you book. know, broadly speaking, yeah, broadly speaking, that's the book. Nice. So, uh, so it's, time, it's time for a, a hand raise, you guys. Uh, what, liked it, didn't like it. What did you think, Chris? Uh, harmless family fun. Okay, Tanya. Um, hand partially raised. I I didn't mind it. How about that? Interesting. Uh, I did you hate this with a passion? No, I would say mildly dislike. I would say, uh, yeah, just had real trouble getting into this one. Shawn, what did you think? It was hard. It was hard to to hate. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a perfectly average movie. Okay. Well, it sounds cool. like we're gonna have to play a game of yeah, but yeah, but. The way this works, instead of hates or compliments, it's going to mash them up. So one of us will say something good or bad about the movie, and the next person who takes over 
has to go the opposite direction and use the phrase, yeah, but. So for the game, yeah, right. I'm, I'm going to lead off right. with my number one hate, my biggest hate for this whole thing. Uh, classic read and weep hate. Use your superpower, idiot. So, oh, this was a huge one. This is my biggest problem. So the girl has telekinesis, and she uses it during the third car chase to just blow up the cars that are chasing them. Didn't think of that the <laughs> yeah. first two car chases. She can, <laughs> why are you pushing the pedal to the metal in your, with your mind when you could just push the other cars off the road for, as far as I can tell, no extra effort? Yeah. Or fling them. Or fling I... them out, you know, like 100 yards. Yeah, and... yeah. Make the road turn like a, into, a, into a cliff face like Wile E. Coyote. There's a million things you could do with your mind. Yeah, but this is not Warner Brothers. This is, you know, Disney. And also, these are children on some aliens slash also children of the corn level. Yes. So th- I think they were trying to be restrained in how much they were using their powers for fear that they would be given away. You think they were just to- trying to be polite? Well, oh, I think was, it's because the kids had just been through a car crash, an interstellar car crash, and maybe oh. they were just getting their bearings on oh, what. Maybe they know. were like mildly concussed. Concussed, yeah. Yeah. What if? Yeah. No, what if they were like pretty mediumly concussed? <laughs> well, and also, I mean, it's like going to another country without your parents for the first time. Like you, you That's don't true. necessarily want to do a bunch of stuff to be given away. Like I feel like they were trying not to be seen as tourists. A lot of the time, so like they didn't want to. They were just trying to blend in, you know. Like like, the time they walked into the ATM and stole all the money without touching the machine. Well, they needed supplies. <laughs> oh God! If I could do that in every foreign country, I would. I Man. Well, also okay, his we all the, get limitless money. That's not interesting. The boy's ability, <laughs> the boy's secret ability was that he could change his molecular density so he could just go through stuff, uh, which or or become really heavy. And yeah, it becomes super hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. He can yeah. be super hard. Like, that way harder than you'd expect. Got yeah. hard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I mean, like, so he, but he can also go through stuff, which makes you impossible to catch because someone grabs you and you yes. go through their hands. <laughs> also, a dart's not going to really, you can, you can deal with a yeah, dart. Yeah, unless, well, yeah. a dart that sneaks up on you, though, you know, well, right. that dark, sn- that, that yeah. snuck up. Sneaky you dart. Know. It did, uh, although it would be really... If she was on her guard, it would have been really easy to just knock the dart out of the air with your mind, because that's your superpower. I think I just, like, decided to apply Harry Potter rules to all of this, where uh, I was just like, they can't no be seen the using their magic, and, like, magic takes concentration, so you can't just, like, have it on deck all the time if you're not good at it. Like, two-thirds of Harry Potter is writing rules to try to explain away all of the things that would make it too easy. All right, well, we're not discussing Harry Potter right now, so I'd like people to back the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, but you use San Andreas for your major compliment. Why can't I use Harry Potter for no, my hate? No, I just was excited to see actors that are also in this film. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that... I didn't think that was a cheat. No, I thought it was delightful, just like I thought my Harry Potter discussion was delightful. <laughs> Your Harry Potter takedown was like so <laughs> charming and fun. Fun. No, my it Harry wasn't Potter hot takes. Alex. I thought they were super fun. <laughs> hot take on Harry Potter, Alex? Not so sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but think about okay. So just getting back to our yeah, but right? These kids don't use their superpowers often enough. How awesome is the Rock at driving? And doesn't it like isn't it more of a benefit than you thought it would be? initially in this movie. I mean, that, is, that is the subtitle of the Fast and Furious franchise is, isn't their driving a bigger benefit than you'd expected? Like, yeah, they I just managed think that the to rock, get like, way more use out of being a good driver than I would have thought in any situation. 
Yeah, and he's a taxi driver, which means he knows how to drive while exhausted, which is super helpful <laughs> when you're true. going back at night. <laughs> he's chewing on coca leaves or whatever it is to get through the night. But... Yeah. <laughs> Better use that air freshener. Those things suck. <laughs> he's just chewing Listen, on the air Daddy doesn't get sleepy, okay? Yeah. Uh, so that is delightful. Yeah. But what is this government agency that has unlimited funds, and it seems like their whole goal is to torture an alien. Like, the whole program was founded. Here come the men in black. It's like the men in black. It's infinite infinite funding, infinite reach. They I can think it was affect- the Department of Energy. It's just the Department of Energy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure. Got, Section 7 got, of yeah. DOE. <laughs> it's yeah. the power of dongs all over again, you guys. Oh, dong power. Okay, well, now that makes more dong. sense. <laughs> they're, they're harvesting dong power. Just some windmills. Dong powered. Alien approved. <laughs> But, like, their whole plan is, like, we've done everything possible so that we could have this alien to do what? Vivisection. They just wanted to cut him open and watch him die. That was the whole purpose. 36 light years this alien has traveled. Just You, you just want to watch him yeah. die in a lab. But if they can crack the code on molecular density uh, beaming around, you Anybody know. Anybody want to raise their hand if they think oil. they can crack that? Anybody? The wormhole thing? <laughs> the molecular density just by cutting open and watching his heart stop beating? Yeah, no, but that's that's the that's the trick. You got to see how it dies. No, I don't know. <laughs> that's the. It's that's like you the... you eat the heart of the bear and you gain its strength, Alex. Oh, that is that's, true. That's that the is energy true. plan. That's why there's so many bear strength men walking around from those. Yet another disappointing. Mm-hmm. Well, bears are hard to kill. Excited villain. Yeah, you you thought the villain was disappointing, also, Tanya. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean that, but that's. I feel like you don't expect anything less from like a Disney villain. Are like you talking about have. the Cobra Commander guy or the yeah. King of the North? Well, okay, the Cobra King Commander the is even more one-dimensional. Yeah, but yeah. but I think yeah, but King of the North was certainly. I mean, there, it's all it's just set up in this he very. Goes, the like, King of the North goes no 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Classic but it is. Villain. It's just this like yeah. yeah binary opposition of these like flaxen-haired innocents who want peace for their country, and then this like evil dark-haired hatchet-faced man who's like I only care about killing and capturing. Well, he's a rah, double rah, representative rah. of the military-industrial complex on this planet, but also yeah. their planet as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like they don't they don't just hate the Republicans here. They really hate the space Republicans too. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, but, and then at the same same time like yeah, the explanation blocks. of their logic is like they don't care they don't care that we have this other solution they just want their way mm. which is very like facile and childish yeah. it's fine super yeah. super childish uh uh also i am still upset that there are no witches that was confusing it's also confusing because yeah. she has sort of witchy powers the girl child like and she's got a real well, sure witchy demeanor around. Too. And Not a bit of witchy darts, thing. but almost she's everything else. She's kind of got that freaky sort she's of weird witch. emptiness. You know, to I her. just feel like Tummy's got to know. I just when you put witches on the title, Tummy wants there to be witches in the. Movie. I had no idea what this was going into yeah, it, and it was really. I was stoked. I was like, "Oh, it's an alien movie. That was exciting. It's a pleasant benefit." Which I yeah, I, I enjoy all that stuff quite a bit, and um, all that stuff being any movie with extraterrestrials. No, just alien conspiracy bullshit, you know, and like, yeah, all that Art Bell stuff and Gary, all that Gary Marshall shit. A crazy guy in a trailer. Yeah, Yeah. Gary Marshall known for his alien movies. (laughs) I do like. I'm Gary Marshall. (laughs) (laughs) He does. He does. My sister Penny. He does say that. (laughs) 
I'm still not Gary Marshall. <laughs> yeah. But how fun was Gary Marshall in Hocus Pocus, though? That was fun. Yeah. Well, Hocus Pocus, that's just a 10. No, that's, that's a movie. And if, if that movie was called Race to Alien Children, I'd be like, what a confusing title. <laughs> sure. No, it is, it's all vastly misleading. You know what I liked was the, uh, the conversation with the dog and the rock. And oh, the, she I was heard about the dog. She was like, yeah, she was the in between between the rock and the dog, and I that that was uh, yeah, so oh was yeah, the good. rock didn't want to have let the dog have a meat treat. Meat treat. That was a good. That was a good one liner. The meat treat. Right. It's pretty funny. Right, and then he like when he like again goes just the... kind of generally annoyed. Rock is my favorite. That's true. That's true. He like goes to what was it, like the valet, and he's like, get the dog a meat treat. <laughs> that was fun. You're right. I would like to see a, a rock and the dog have a buddy, like a buddy chase movie between <laughs> the rock and a dog. The rock and junkyard dog. Junkyard. Now, is the dog chasing the rock or is the rock chasing the dog? No, no, no. They are getting chased by... By a faceless government organization Gary Marshall. for no reason. <laughs> Oh, oh Gary sure. Oh, do you Gary think there'd Marshall. be some some parts in the car where the Rock is doing some tricky maneuvering and the dog puts his paws over his eyes? <laughs> yeah. All right, now I'm in. You know what? Uh... And then the dog looks at the camera and is like, "I'm getting too old for this shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I made myself so easy to love. Order, order. This meeting of the podcast bylaw committee is now in session. Chairbot, Chairbot, I have some urgent business before the committee. The Chairbot recognizes Alex. Thank you so much. So, did you guys all hear the giant pipe outside Meekberg go off a little earlier this week? Yeah, basically. Cool, cool, cool. So, I would like to introduce you all to our newest cutlet, Lars. Hey, guys. It's... An honor. Great to meet you, man. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Oh, my pleasure. I look forward to shows every week. It's kind of weird that Lars sounds so much like schwa. Yes. Weird. Yes. Anyway, when Lars's donation came through, I welcomed him to Meatberg like I do. You know, I thanked him profusely as we as normal, you know, like that. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. And and as I do, I ended my welcome by saying, you know, let me know if there's anything else we can do for you. Very standard business, as all our cutlets know. But Lars said something very interesting. Lars, do you want to read me what you said? Yes, I, I just said, I, uh, I hope your guidelines allow spending the money for a beverage of your choice, since you should have a toast on your own. <gasps> Oh. oh my! Oh, that's oh. unprecedented. That's interesting. Calm down, everyone. Calm down. Thank you for bringing this matter to the committee chair's attention. You're welcome. As you all know, any new proposal to the podcast bylaw committee is immediately accepted without any thought to the consequences. Therefore, I hereby decree that everyone must have a toast on themselves with a beverage of their choice. Here, here. Hey, here, here it goes. Woo! Oh, ah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, That'll do. What What did you have? I am enjoying some lambic raspberry beer. It's delicious. Hmm. I I'm just having a a, a Pellegrino. I thought it was the right time of day for a little bubbles. Oh, nice. Uh, it is not noon yet, so I am still sticking with pale ales, and I am <laughs> drinking an Elysian 
uh, loser beer. Um, oh. And I'm, I'm, I'm in honor of a Seattle-based uh, beer for my Seattle Seahawks, who are playing right now. Oh, Hopefully we'll beat oh the right now? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, it's okay. It's when everybody could make it. I'm a good yeah. team. Yeah, you are a good team. Shwa, what are you enjoying? I'm drinking Kopi Jahe, Indonesian ginger coffee, Kopi Jahe. And, and where did oh, you that, get that? Great. Where did you get that Kopi Jahe? I got it at a little place here in Portland, Oregon named Kopi, East Asian Coffee House. Really? Located who? at 23rd and Burnside. Who, who runs that coffee shop? I run that coffee oh, shop. You do. Uh, it's my coffee shop. No, oh! That's so cool. That's very great. That's that you have a coffee shop that sells uh, Indonesian gi- ginger coffee. Yes, Indonesian coffee, Vietnamese coffee, Thai coffee, coffee from East Asia. Very cool. Kopi Coffee House, Portland, Oregon, <laughs> 23rd and <in> Burnside. <laughs> East. <laughs> That's on the east side. Uh, oh, cool. So, uh, Schwa's back. That's cool. Uh, where where did Lars go? I, I gotta go, actually. I, I'm out. I'm gotta go. And I'm back. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, strange. Well done, everyone. Well, another happy customer. I declare... Actually, actually uh, Meat, Meatbot, if you would be so kind... Um, I have some other things, other business. No, I, I, I was about to declare this meeting something. I know, I, I know, I know you well, were, but I'm so sorry, Meatbot. Alex has the floor again. Thank you, thank you. I just wanted to clarify, you guys, since this is a meeting of the podcast bylaws committee, um, does this mean that anytime somebody donates money to us, they can just earmark part of it for a specific purpose? I mean, Lars just made us drink on the air. It does mean that. This is officially a bylaw of our podcast now. Wow. Wait, so even if it's a ridiculous purpose? Especially if it's a ridiculous purpose. But what if it's unpleasant? Probably then, too. Oh, what if we don't want to? Can, can we refuse? Well, it is a bylaw, but so is no refunds. So I guess, yes, we could refuse. Oh, but awesome. probably won't. Yeah, we probably yeah. won't, but it's good to know that we can. The thing is, our, py- our, our bylaws are vast, so they contain multitudes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Very well. I declare Actually, this one, I wasn't quite finished. Um, we should all thank Lars together. Come and, on! Well, we should all thank Lars together, though, in a toast. We should do one more here, here to Lars for becoming a cut letter. All right. A toast Very to Lars. One, Long may you reign. Two, three. Here, here. Yo. Here, here. Thanks, Lars. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Lars. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Very well. I now declare this meeting awesome. Oh, that's what you're going to declare? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> All right. Cheers. 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 Meat buddies, 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 meat buddies. All right, you guys. Uh, now it's time for the game of top five. Oh. Top yeah. five. Yeah, top five. Sorry, I, I had beer in my mouth. Desert Island. Yeah, we, everyone had beer in their Song? mouth. So the way top five works is uh, people are submitting. The, people submit their questions for us about the topic on Facebook and Twitter, or through by responding to our. Sorry. Board. No. no, no, no. <laughs> you started tapping your fingernails angrangly um, <laughs> in the middle of that description. You're either and bored I, or you're pissed. Yeah. I'm pissing me butt. I'm pissing me butt. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so people submit us the questions. We choose our top five favorites, or sometimes we throw in one of our own because for some reason our votes always outweigh our outweigh your votes. It's weird. Anyway, yeah. um, our first question comes from Marcelo, who says, "What happened to all the witches on Mount Wit on Witch Mountain?" Great question. 
keep asking it because I am upset about that also. However, I just want to yeah. Have... Where where the witches go? Where where them witches? Well, where all them witches? I'm just going to have Tim from Facebook weigh in as a response to Marce- Marcello on Twitter. Tim said, "Do you think gentrification drove the witches out, and that's why it has the name? But so few practitioners of Wiccan arts. Once the mountain became the hip yeah. neighborhood, I bet it got hard to afford a two bedroom on a witch's salary." Yeah, uh, sorry. It used to have artists. Now it just has, uh, you know, like galleries. Yeah, or sandwich shops where the sandwiches are all named after NPR hosts. Mm. Oh, wait. None of you were here for that. Man, that was a great callback. All right, whatever. Oh, I, I listened to it. Oh, you didn't hear that episode? Good. It <laughs> yeah. was a great callback that all of the fans know better than all of the hosts. Um, anyway, <laughs> classic hipster neighborhood. Yeah, I do... <laughs> Why would you name a mountain Witch Mountain? Why would you use it for this movie? I like, think it looks witchy. Well, because a witch once lived on it, and she cursed everyone who looked upon it. And oh. therefore, you call it Witch Mountain. Oh, all right. Well, that's what? A good, you was just that know a, that? Was, was that, that in the movie? Was I, it? No, I no, that to, wasn't like, my movie. There's, there's a lot of things that you're saying, Chris, that like I just didn't realize what was going on there. Chris, that was your Obviously. one. Now I don't trust anything you say. What, did you not pay attention during the legend of Esmergelda? <laughs> oh, I think everybody Christian. suspected witches on there, so they threw them into a lake to see if they would not drown. And then they did, Yeah, and so there wasn't any witches in Oh, there. yeah, that's where they toss the witches off the mountain, and if you're a witch, you'll fly away. You'll fly away. If you're not yeah. a witch, you will fall to your certain death. Yeah. Uh, it's like a shitty test. doesn't seem like it's got although... a good double blind. That's well, they went. Real, they went with the prejudice back then. They went with the flu test after test. that, though, because when the witches flew away, you couldn't like get them back and be like, "Now to punish you." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus, then you don't have to hike up a, a mountain carrying a it's witch. True. Yeah. You just, like dump her in a river, mm-hmm. especially a witch who could have flown up that mountain. Like that would be double irritating. If you're oh, like yeah. making Oof. a ride piggyback and she could have flown. So this is a sequel to the Scarlet, yeah. Le- Scarlet Letter. It is. This is the. Right. That was yeah, these people have to wear a Scarlet. Teach level you thing. to have an, an adulterous affair with somebody you love. How dare um, you, you witch? <laughs> number two question from Facebook. Dan says, Top what, five. what mythical... Th- no, that was just Tim responding to Marcello's number one. Oh, never mind. Um, Dan says, uh, what mythical creature mountain would you rather visit instead of which mountain? Man, I feel like maybe people on this uh, fans of the show did not watch this movie. I would still say... Yes, uh, no, nobody's seen this movie. I'd but at the same time, there's a right answer, and it's Mummy Mountain. <laughs> yeah, it's, always, oh, it's time for shit. mummies. I was going to go Minotaur. but Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, shit. Minotaur mm. Mountain. I just like an anthropomorphic sort of mountain. You know? Do you? Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Not a fan. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that. interesting. No. <laughs> no, it's just that we've talked about a lot on the show that I'm not into those sorts of things. Anthropomorphic creatures? You don't like half men? Half no, I don't things? like half creatures. Yeah. Mermaid uh, Mountain, which doesn't make any sense because they're aquatic. Well, but it could be a sea mountain. Then it would be okay. Mm, Minotaurs, uh, man, Minotaurs all seem pretty rough. They look like they're ready for fighting. Also, a lot of these are wearing underwear. Yeah. Rock would make a good Minotaur. I could see the Rock as a Minotaur. Oh, you would make an ah! awesome Minotaur. Holy shit. I feel really yeah. distressed by that mental image. <laughs> so these don't look don't like... Why like are it. Minotaurs always only wearing briefs, by the yeah, way? Is exactly. that a thing? There's all bikini <laughs> briefs. Every one of these Minotaurs. We have That's boxer true. briefs now. It's a great thing. Because, the best thing that came out of the 90s, probably. We could. I think you could start <laughs> an underwear upper, line upper called legs. Minotaur. Although maybe that, I don't know, maybe that implies miniature things. Is there a Minotaur? What's, a, what's a, a famous Minotaur of film? Besides, maybe Percy Jackson? Yeah. What's a famous Minotaur of film? Yeah, I'm trying, is there, because it looks like there is a movie called Minotaur, but I've never heard of it. 
just like to see a movie with more Minotaurs in it. All right. Anyway, because um, I want The Rock to star in it. That'll be for next year's The Rocktober. Is the new movie, the 2015 or 2016 movie starring The Rock, Minotaur, where he's like, he's like a reformed Minotaur with a heart of gold. <laughs> he's, a refor- he's, he's a financial, he's a financial uh, advisor for former Minotaurs yeah. that got concussions. He's trying not to fight so much. Uh, yeah, he's no- going to his MCA meetings, his Mythical Creatures Anonymous. You know, just trying to. Trying to get by, trying to be in the world. Get off them pills. So Ben asked yeah. us on Facebook, <laughs> if you had to replace The Rock in this movie with one of the other actors from Furious 7, who would you choose? And I just want to say, Ben... Paul Wall. Well, Paulie Walks? Like all mm. CG oh, yeah. and his brother's backhead? I gotta go with the... No, 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 no. Just uh, It would mean that I got to see Paul Walker in another movie. Oh, well, that's, that, that, oh, sure, that's that, of course. Let's, uh, let's, let's, Lance spill, Harbor. let's spill a little bit of these drinks on the floor for Paulie Walks. Not, but not on my phone. Oh, yeah. On my parents' carpet. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I, look, Ben, you've been great to the show, and I don't, so I don't want to be too harsh about this. I'm Furious 7. But huh? you're fucking up Rocktober. The whole point of the Rocktober is not, let's imagine this movie without the rock. That's just, seems to run counter to, like, maybe in no theme November, sure. But come on. Yeah. It's got to be The Rock. The answer is The Rock. Can I replace him with The Rock from Furious 7 where he's much bigger? Yeah, Hobbs. You could replace him with Hobbs. The same rock. It's the same The Rock, except now he's yeah. too muscly for the cab. He keeps that 40 pounds of muscle. It's really... He's, <laughs> yeah. He's really He's just down. like pain and gain big The Rock, and he's just saying things like, Daddy's got to go to work. Oh, you know who would be good in this movie is uh, Kurt Russell. Ooh. And he's in Furious 7. What? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> No. Russell? I love that just like any answer that isn't The Rock is the wrong answer. <laughs> well, no, that's the wrong answer. I agree with that. Kurt Russell is another Kurt guy Russell's who's awesome. fantastic when he's a little annoyed. Like an overboard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, Kurt oh, Russell yeah. pissed well, off at the situation. Tra- yeah. I loved him in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, that was yeah. so oh, dude. fun. He was, he's The Rock of the 80s, really. The Rock of the Ages, yeah. really. Oh, man, Kurt Russell's so um, good. Love Kurt Russell. All right, so now my I have two questions for the panel. Uh, first up... Uh, how would you fail to survive in this movie? There's a lot of danger going on. Aliens, government. How would you fail to survive? You mean besides an alien spaceship trying to blow up your car, getting a direct hit, and somehow the car drives on? Yeah. Well, so that's how you'd survive, because your car would drive on. The thing but if about the didn't... alien that I didn't... The really thing I didn't like is there was no... Uh, it was Everybody was just in balance. Like, that alien spaceship at the end was going all over the place... And nobody was going back and forth. Everybody just seemed... Oh, like it was like a bumping great center in, of gravity. through the mountain. Yeah. And everybody... Yeah, nobody fell over. It, as opposed to like when you're on a public bus, and as soon as you get on the bus, the driver floors it right, right before you exactly. to your seat, and you all fall over every time. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. How come that didn't happen no on this stra- There's no strapping in. They yeah. were just kind of hanging out behind the kids' captain's chairs, and then the Cobra commander, you know, he had to go take it off and give him... Yeah. Punch, punch the guy's yeah. face. Yeah. Is it is hard to stand. Yeah, there is a spaceship-bound final showdown with Cobra Commander Alien. Which yeah, just ends crazy. ends in an eyebrow and a punch sort of thing, which I liked a lot. Like, I, yeah. I, I wasn't actually I mean, helping you out. What are you going to do? <laughs> like, it's also like a Disney kids that. movie. It's not like it's going to end with like a neck breaking. Well, no, there well, are very well, few no. Disney villains that don't die by falling like most yeah they mostly they, they fall or they fall off stuff or like lion king where he like gets taken off by the hyenas and you know they're gonna kill him later 
Yeah, but what? yeah, mostly it's falling. What Lion King? Scar. Scar. Oh, Scar. Scar. Yeah, yeah, right. Simba doesn't yeah. kill Scar. He's like, I'll let the hyenas Simba. kill you. Or I was thinking about Simba's dad. Yeah, Simba's dad. Simba's dad? <laughs> he gets yeah. trampled. Yeah, Mufasa gets taken off by those hyenas. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty rough. Yeah, and just hearing that or in Pixar shutter. tradition, it's an old age after a lifelong happy marriage. Oh, sure. And then... God, that movie's good. Yeah. Or a miscarriage. And then you just can't stop crying. It's totally Yeah, totally or normal. obesity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or that one movie they made about how they don't like fat people. Remember that? Nobody remembers <laughs> that one. What, Everyone Wally? Just, yeah. Wally was a seriously like anti-diabetic. It was, it was such it was a, a, like, <laughs> it was so weird. So you got diabetes, you lazy shit. Yeah, yeah. You're ruining cool. the world. Yeah, that is, I like that one. It's really cynical. <sighs> it was a good one. That's like one of the only ones that doesn't make you really cry. Which I felt well, nothing in Wally. Uh, <laughs> what? You oh, cried yeah, in I Wally? Cried. You cried in Wally? Oh, totally. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Can they make one that doesn't do that? I'm almost feeling taken advantage of now. After that last <laughs> one, that last one. Was yeah, I'm so, so sick brutal. of feeling my feelings. I mean, oh, inside well, out. They made, yeah, they made a whole yeah. movie about feeling your feelings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the, these are all the feelings we make yeah. you feel with our. Yeah. Stop computer. exploring that. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't feel much in uh, in Toy Story. Like the third one was like there's a lot of like crazy shit. Uh-huh. And like you, uh-huh. you monster! You didn't feel anything in I'm Toy Story a, Three. Yeah. Like there's like the, the giant furnace Toy that went on three. for like fifteen yeah. minutes. And they're holding hands. I don't know. Yeah. That one was. I don't just know. So Although wackadoodle. I mean, listeners, you know me. I cry at all space launches in movies <laughs> when they're about to count down a rocket. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that, but I love that fact. <laughs> like, it's I will watch like Apollo 13 and just so like, beautiful. there's going to be a rocket going off, and I will, I just ball. You know your boy, Chris. But, uh, <laughs> just there's one thing you know about Chris, is cries at space, yeah. launches. space launches. Well, now that you know that about Chris. <laughs> yeah. It's space camp. I, I read the book The Martian, and there's a, there's a space launch in that. I was just reading about it, and I got really emotional. <laughs> I love that so much. That's funny. Chris, That's you're a beautiful great. human. Did you, uh, did you have you seen Gattaca? <laughs> oh, yeah. So of in, course. in Gattaca, a, like one of the things about him that's like part of his there's no gene for the human spirit. His human spirit is that he watches every space launch, and he's the only person who goes yeah. out to watch every one of them. And I, that's you. I picture you as the Ethan Hawke character going out working at a space facility. You still go out and watch and cry a little bit every time. Yeah, yeah. Every single time. If somebody, just a heads up, if somebody donated money to the show and earmarked part of it for us to all go to Florida and watch a launch from Cape Canaveral, I'd be into it. I'd, I'd be, yeah, so I'd be more interested in going to like, super into it. a North Korean, like going to Pyongyang and watching their space launch. I mean, I'd be into that too. I just imagine Are they no one's trying donating. to go to space again? Like, I, I can't imagine that work at, works out. Like, That's why we got to be really? there, Chris. We got to see it not work out. <laughs> yeah, we got to watch. It. <laughs> yeah, we got to see. It. I don't cry at space launches, but I do. I did it's... get a little when I when the SpaceX rocket blew up with just recently with no no people on board, but like just science experiments. I was still like that hurt me a little. Was there nobody on board? Somebody on board? No, SpaceX isn't launching people. Yeah, there were so many man hours of thought, effort that went into that. Right? I thought somebody died on the SpaceX one. There's no, one no, there. somebody died on the Virgin Galactic. Oh, one that's because they were flying yeah. the, the the glider plane. But the SpaceX has never had people on them yet. But they. It's just, yes, yeah, so much work went into that spaceship. And I was like, oh, Elon Musk is so bummed right now. Oh, yeah. poor Elon Musk. Oh, God, what else will he live for? <laughs> I really think that Elon Musk oh, is beyond shit. feelings like Does he have anything else stuff, going like on, you guys? There was a, was, <laughs> is his whole day planner just empty now? <laughs> I don't think Elon Fuck. Musk... I don't think Pixar movies do anything for Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> he just... <laughs> Somebody send him a movie. He's got to do something. Yeah, won't somebody look out for genius billionaires? Somebody think of Elon Musk. (laughs) 
so worried about him. I, I Sorry, know. our podcast has devolved entirely, and I love it. I'm fine with it. I feel like that was a good... This is what happens when you watch a perfectly average movie. It is. It's a little... Yeah, it's like yeah. a little solid C. Yeah. There's not much to make Suddenly fun of. Just, There's just not. Yeah. I, so I guess my last top five question was going to be something different, but now it is, since you obviously top don't, five. don't have any feelings for Elon Musk, Tanya, who is your favorite eccentric billionaire? I don't know if I have one. Oh, really? I just like, I have don't a couple pay of other runners up. Oh, really? Hard. They're all oh, saying names of fucking rich people, and I'm like, oh, uh, Chris, I know I can count on you to have a favorite billionaire. Of course he does. Oh, sure. Howard Hughes. Let's touch yeah. everything with oh, ping pong paddles. Okay. Howard Let's Hughes. Let's do it. For sure. Great answer. Uh, <laughs> definitely. I, I was thinking living billionaires, but that's a good one. It's tough to oh, be. No, 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 no. I mean, you never to beat these days. Yeah, Trump is yeah, hard to beat. Trump's hard to beat. Trump's uh, hard to no. beat. Uh, Daddy Warbucks from the musical Annie is pretty good, too. <laughs> Probably not a billionaire. Always with the super topical references. <laughs> yeah. I, no, he's I just like, like, hey, what if I adopted a white girl? Like, I mean, what would happen? Obviously, Warren Buffett is a good answer. He's always fun. He's the Oracle of Omaha. Good fun. to talk to. I like him a lot. Um, I mean, he's a good man. Yeah, but his his what about Kim Jong Un? Centricity is like <laughs> Kim I'm gonna buy. You've got a bit of a North Korea thing company. going on over here. Yeah, well, now that I'm thinking about it, Kim Jong Un's tough to beat. He's got that weird Maoist youth haircut. He's got the Dennis Rodman fetish. He killed his uncle. He killed his uncle straight up. <laughs> Can't just go do that with a you know not a million ten bucks in the business. bank. Yeah, you got to have some money to kill your uncle. Uh, Mark Cuban, he's one of my favorites. He's up there. Oh yeah, he's I good. Like just, oh, you, the shark, all t- of shark them are your favorites. Richard Branson, like that guy a lot. You like Richard Branson? I think you just like billionaires. I don't know I, that this. Has oh, I do. To do. Did you see the founder specific. of Airbnb was on Colbert the other night, and Colbert was like, "So you're a billionaire?" And he goes, "That's what they say." And that was it. That was his whole way of dealing with it. Because how do you answer? That's... Are you a billionaire? And then he was like, "My my my parents are in the audience," and when they said, "I just have to get a job with health insurance." Oh, and you I know have who that. my favorite billionaire is? Is uh, it's Dre. Oh, Dre. It's Dre. Oh, that's a good answer. Terribly, uh, uh, terrible pass. I'm not sure it's a good answer. I don't, I don't know. know. Terrible pass? Yeah. That, what, the Chronic? Oh, you, oh, you mean the, the beating of all the women? The, yeah. the, the, the violence on all the, all the ladies? Yeah, all the lady He definitely strangled Dee Dee Barnes. Parts? <laughs> in yeah, public yeah, once. Yeah, yeah, he certainly, yeah. There's just a hint of that. Yeah. You, know. Never, you know who never but did that? Daddy like... Warbucks. Yeah, well, Daddy Warbucks didn't make the Chronic, dude. <laughs> All right, you guys. Yeah, that's it. What's, what's Daddy Warbox's doggy style? That's a th- wonderfully produced record. Yeah, that excuses the other stuff. I think. Question well, first of all, I do not expect morality out of my artists. We've talked about this before. Yeah. I, oh God! Oh God! Oh God! So how about? Well, since Chris is doing a character, let's say the Doctor Dre of film, and not the one in real life, because in the in in Straight Outta Compton, he doesn't do anything wrong. No, he's sure. he's just an angel. He's just an angel. He just, he just writes songs Dre off joint. the top of his head. Yeah. I was going to say, it's so cool that the people that made Straight Outta Compton didn't include that. That was really well, nice. Well, he's that, that person. That he Dre. made Straight Outta yeah. Compton. I know that! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Howard Stern's movie where it ends with Howard Stern getting back together with his wife. You know, it's like when you're making a movie about yourself, maybe do the ending you want and not the real one. It's that Robin Thicke album where he begs to get back with... Oh. No, that Whoops. did not turn out. Yeah, that right. That didn't go great. All right. Uh, you guys, that's the game of top five. Normally, it does not top like five. this, but I've said before. Top five. Your oh, hey, questions. Scrooge McDuck. Oh, shit. Oh, we forgot oh, about Scrooge Tanya. McDuck. Oh, for Scrooge McDuck. We finally found a billionaire Tanya you can get behind. Yeah. Anybody that yeah. swims in gold <laughs> coins. I mean, you just don't go swimming in gold coins so, like that unless so you're many, a duck. So many germs. 
That's disgusting. It is right. Money is I gross. Mean, ducks are already pretty gross. I That's think true. it's There's right. also the a dragon duck. and the hobbit. He's an interesting billionaire. Smaug. 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 Terrible, I like, he doesn't terrible sw- he doesn't movie. Interesting. Gold. I feel Have like you guys he's done so that movie? boring, though. He's like... God, those movies he are doesn't terrible. Even call, he doesn't even invest. All he <laughs> does is sit on his piles of money. Well, he invests... He the god he, Zeus, classic billionaire. What are you going right? to do? Are you going to go buy a, an axe? Like, what do you got to buy out there? There's yeah, no, you breathe fire, Chris. There's no outlet malls. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's the game of top five. As I've said before, the questions don't actually have Stop to on. be about this movie. Just a thought, because uh, that was a pretty fun discussion. <laughs> now it's time quickly. We got to wrap what, things up. What movie? Uh, I don't. Uh, witches. <laughs> to what movie? Minor compliment time. We're gonna go to reverse order. So I'm up first. Uh, my minor compliment for this movie is that I, I like a smart, infinitely funded, shockingly competent government organization. I think. They were so good. They were really they great. They tracked down those surveillance stuff so quickly. It yeah, was he was crazy. He's like, give me access to every camera that's ever lived. And they're like, all right. Um, super amazing. Yeah. Oh, had, we found them. We found them randomly in an entire city. They had yeah. the, my, my, who would be my no retreat, no surrender character, which is the government guy, the goon who's like, why do I never get a gun? It was great. Oh, yeah. Uh, he really oh, wanted a gun. Remember that, that guy? Um, yeah. Oh yeah, he got yeah. that good one-liner. Yeah, but that's then, a big gun. But my favorite, <laughs> my favorite part about them is that they built a giant science facility into Witch Mountain, complete with a twenty-foot-wide exhaust furnace, uh, which is a yeah. metal pipe twenty foot across that just occasionally spews fire for no reason. So whatever they're doing in this mountain is big enough that it has just like excess plumes of fire, and uh, I, that's a great use for shadowy government funds. Just a mountain that spews fire. I agree, and for once, the exhaust vent is built to hold the weight of at least two humans. So they can walk around, they can do whatever. It's it's good. It was perfect for that. Uh, So that's my minor minor compliment going backwards. Chris, you're up next. Oh, um, you know, as a twin myself, uh, I love matched sibling pairs that have different superpowers. Uh, I think that's really, really fun. Yeah. Um, and I think like having some Wonder Twin action where one can do this density thing and one can do the uh, tele- telekinesis thing is just a really fun uh, way to pair it. Like one and and their personalities uh, kind of like match that. One can be you know a little dense at times and the other helps move things along. And uh, you know it's, it, it was just really nice. And I, I always love a pair of superheroes that's a team. I like so, that, and I, and I think you and your sister have very different superpowers. Yeah, uh, she's a good person, and I'm on a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> You're very funny. Um, I bet she has a favorite billionaire, but she wouldn't have any trouble coming with a favorite billionaire. Guys, write us in. I want you to tell us on Facebook and Twitter who your favorite billionaire is, because Tanya's got to be one of the only people who doesn't like billionaires, right? They're great. Uh, <laughs> not uh, uh, Sorry, I couldn't play along with your billionaire game. I like it. Uh, continuing backwards, uh, Tanya, you're next. What's your minor compliment? Oh, wait, do you think Pharrell's a billionaire? I like Pharrell. No, not yet. Uh, not yet. Damn it. A billion is damn a lot it. of money. Not after... I know it's so much money. Damn I know, it. but you also love Pharrell a lot. I you do. I do. He's mm-hmm. ageless. I mean, anyway. I like... I, if you were saying bet, like favorite person who's not a billionaire, Pharrell well, would has, be up there. He works on Billionaire's Billionaires Boys Club. That's why... Billionaires? No, Billionaire. Billionaire, billionaire Boys, Club. Boys Club. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I can speak A sometimes. lot of rappers uh, exaggerate their net worth. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> you know. Tanya, what's your I minor had compliment? I no idea. Um, 
I would like to compliment yeah, the bar where they shelter the children for like a hot second. Because oh yeah, this is uh, oh, when yeah. they're on the run from the spaceship and from the government. Oh, yeah. They mm-hmm. go to a roadside sheriff. bar. Yeah, and just like a hick town full of hick sheriffs. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was really adorable how everyone in the bar turned out to have a heart of fucking gold. Like they're all so nice and a shot yeah. down like, metal. Yeah, yeah, but and just, like, like Uzis, yeah. right? <laughs> right, yeah. And like all the Rock does is like go over to the sheriff. He's like, "Hey, sheriff, like there's some people with guns coming." And the sheriff's like, "Me and all my guys are gonna protect you and these little chillins." And then the waitress is like, "I know a secret exit. Come oh, with yeah. me." Like it was they good. were just so instantly I nice, just, and it that really was a, that was my heart. Gold, yeah. I liked that a lot. Maybe if those Vegas fifteen really minutes had well been the movie. movie. Go ahead, yeah. Chris. Yeah. What were you oh, if those fifteen minutes had been the movie, I, I was just going to say that like that had so much more intrigue and dynamic than so much of True. you know the movie as far as because like they were either driving in a straight line and the Rock was like, "Where are your parents?" and they were like, "Don't worry about it." Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like that had so much more like plot twist and like using local flavor and whatnot that I, I it was really good. That was maybe my favorite fifteen minutes of the movie. I sorry, were you say wrong? Well, I just think that they, they yeah, I, 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 uh, the Vegas Vegas came out really good. Is all I was saying. I was just oh yeah, the tag and what yeah. Chris was saying. I I was a little worried about that small town because it had that feel like yes, they were nice, but it had that like no one kills people in our small town bar except us. Like it had that feel to it. <laughs> if there's killing to be done, it's yeah. my bullets. Yeah, that's what I it felt was... like. I don't know. I just liked the instant teamwork. But then again, yeah. I guess, you know, when you present, I just am also like, a, uh, this made me think a lot about like the representation of aliens and the choosing, like chosen casting when aliens take on human form, where you like, these like children of the corn are like the most trustworthy humans in existence. They're just like, we're so blonde and we're so young. And well, they didn't, they didn't take human form though. That's their form. They explained. That really? That's what yeah, they, they look ex- like? Yeah. They explained I- it. That's because our atmosphere is habitable to their species and they're talking about their parents getting killed and so they had to come here are these just scandinavian children i think they are yeah. <laughs> are we sure they're actually from space <laughs> that would be such a good twist the us from sweden yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a double twist where it's like actually not aliens witches yeah just con yeah, they're actually witches oh witches. i'd be so satisfied by that yeah oh, this makes witches. sense the whole movie yeah. that leaves you Schwab. what's your minor compliment the last nice thing anyone on the show ever has to say about well, Race to Witch Mountain. Yeah, I just thought it was a really interesting choice to have Richard Dreyfus leave his family and go into the spaceship and leave. I thought this was a very powerful decision. It really got me choked up. A different movie, but I really. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Weird compliment for this movie, but yeah. I did think that was a powerful ending to that movie. Yeah, I stand by it. <laughs> huh. You guys seen Close Encounters? Yeah. Not in a bajillion it's, years. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, it's been man. a long ass time. It's oh, totally it's good though. So do, do, so, do, do. Yeah. 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 It was at Academy about a month ago. My girlfriend had never seen it. I went and took her and she was bawling at the end of it. And I was too. I was actually calling it's such a gorgeous decision. I love that decision. Yeah. Of when they make him leave his family. It's really such like an decision interesting decision. To carve uh, things out of mashed potatoes. That's such a fun Oh yeah. Now I want to do that every time I'm eating oh, mashed yeah. potatoes. It's like Devil's Tower. So this I means highly, yeah. something. <laughs> this means something. To wrap up this race to Witch Mountain, I highly recommend seeing Close Encounters <laughs> again. <laughs> no, the <laughs> <laughs>
All right, you guys, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back again next week. Next week, well, next week we're talking about the Scorpion King. <sighs> you guys, hey. The Scorpion King is coming up. That's uh, a good one. Yeah, the Rocktober. The Rock continues. is going to rise up from some sand. It's going to be awesome. Finally. <laughs> I am so excited about this. This feels like a very different vert movie than the ones we've watched so far, and I, I just I'm looking forward to The Rock having long hair and being a war legend. And oh man, it's gonna be so fun. Oh, yeah. He's probably pretty small too because this is 2002. The huh. Incredible Shrinking Rock. Yeah, we're watching. Yeah, the but wrong I bet direction. he's still like big isn't compared a, uh, to his co-stars. Isn't it a sequel to The Mummy? So this is so it's Scorpion King is a prequel to the mummy i think and then his character comes back at the beginning and the end of the second mummy or it's in between. of the mummy returns of the mummy returns. so it's yeah. between the mummy and the mummy returns anyway yeah, it's, it's it, sort of like yeah yeah it's, it's gonna be awesome uh anthony lopez was telling me we have to watch like the first five and last five minutes of uh mummy returns to get the full arc of this character <laughs> awesome um, yeah i might just watch the mummy returns before i watch this was his, oh, i okay. think scorpion king, king was kind of his first movie so right? in case you were yelling this at your tv uh, or at your device the events of the scorpion king take place five thousand years before those in the mummy and the mummy returns <laughs> five thousand years that is definitely five a prequel thousand years that's not <laughs> even a prequel. prequel is like i have a kid and he right. grows up to be this dude this is an unrelated like, story five thousand years is like there have been entire civilizations that have like gone and died and like something something scorpion so technically Civil a prequel civilizations yeah i, I think it's still technically a prequel yeah. i think it's a prequel <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it's time for mummies so fuck it yeah well i'm excited about it. it's time for mummies and it's always the rocktober so it's probably an origin story of the mummies I think that's what it is, um, uh, and because it takes, you know, because five thousand years is reasonable on mummy time. Let's just know? do that podcast right now. Let's right? just go right into it. None of us seen that movie, <laughs> and we can just presuppose. Let's do a surprise bonus episode. Uh, well, our podcast presupposes is what if you didn't watch the movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, maybe for I really liked year. it when he was king of all the scorpions, and the scorpions bowed down to him. Did you guys think there were enough <laughs> scorpions, or like too many scorpions? Next for October, like you can just find what's all in that production. All just, like, move a couple inches that's amazing I, I liked is... it when he ceded his power to be more of like a parliamentary monarchy <laughs> of the scorpions <laughs> I liked it when those scorpions fell in love and almost kissed oh you love it when things almost kiss that's uh, my favorite part I want to watch the I want to do a no retreat no surrender with one of the more interesting scorpions just want to follow that guy's story. <laughs> we call him Billy the Scorpion. <laughs> Are you guys? Is it because he's a billionaire? Yeah, a billionaire. <laughs> Billy the billionaire. He's scorpion. a billionaire of sand grains <laughs> <laughs> and poison tails. Okay, so that's next <sighs> week. That we're not going to do the podcast now. Good effort. That's the secret bonus podcast. But we'll do it next week. Having watched it, maybe next year for Easy Month we should do one where none of us watch the topic at all. That would be fun. Um, Amazing. Anyway, all that and more coming up. We call it uh, Easy Day. Easy Day. Other word, <laughs> otherwise, sorry, go ahead. Anyway, we got to go. Uh, so thanks as always for being here at C. Walter Smith. Yeah, of course. On Twitter and at the Tanya Best. Bling, bling. And Schwa, before we go, tell us about your new record. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. We heard about your coffee shop. Uh, so you got two things. It's kind of the same thing. I mean, it's uh, they. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, some people think music sounds Delicious. better on vinyl. I think it sounds better on I Bought a Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so 
my record's coming. It's come. It's uh, dropping. It's 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 dropped. It's dropped. I believe it's dropped. Uh, it's called Mekon Moon. Whoa. Um, yeah, it's a uh, combination of synthesizers and uh, field recordings I took on my first trip to uh, Southeast Asia. It really feels like you were very influenced by this trip to Southeast Asia. Well, that one, I've been there a couple times. And so this first one, yeah, I'm I'm very, very influenced by it. Um, And so the idea of this is it's first in a series of what I'm calling uh, aural slideshows. So it's just like... Aural. Yeah, so it's kind of like this sort of soundtrack... yeah, it's not a very oral, but oral. Oral, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's you kind have to of rooted because an oral slideshow is a very different thing. Oral slideshow. <laughs> oh, that's um, a sex act in most states. <laughs> there's like uh, so. What was I saying? So it's like a, it, this one's a more of attempted like a '70s like synth record, very simple, all analog, all hardware. There's no laptops or. Um, DAWs or anything like that being used, so it's all hardware wow, stuff. Oh, thank God! And uh, DAWs. Yeah, you don't know what that means. <laughs> I no idea. We're we're using one right now, by the way. Um, so, uh, a digital audio workstation. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. So, so, so like Ableton and, and Logic and stuff. So sure. Yeah, yeah. None of that's used. So it's all old hardware stuff, you know. And um, and then it's mixed with these field recordings that I took in uh, Asia. Went back and did another one. So I have that. That one will be out next year. And it's kind of the same idea with the shop, artistically, and that. Um, Except for instead of using, you know, ears, we're we're going towards, um, you know, the sensations of taste and whatnot. So it's it's very much a fusion of the weird sort of artistic elements that I work with, and also the sensations of traveling in a, uh, that part of the world and and bringing back all of the amazing experiences you had in Southeast Asia to people's ears and to their coffee buds. Yeah, exactly. And you'll be able to hear there's uh, at the coffee shop there's lots and lots of music that I picked up over there too that we're playing all the time. It's not just this one record over and over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) It is my shop, you guys. You can't be a dick about it. It's my shop. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. And the the shop is called Kopi. It's just called Kopi. Kopi. It's right behind Screen Door on East Burnside. And the record, for those of you who are not in part of the record, is Mekong Moon. Mm -hmm. Schwa, X-U-A, at Schwa Sound on Twitter. What is the website? It's on Debacle, uh, the record label Debacle, so Debacle.com. Nice. And uh, Amazon, iTunes, all that stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Good luck on the shop. It was really fun. uh, Happy The Rocktober to everybody. We'll talk to you all next week. Goodbye. And a good Rocktober to you. (laughs) 